0: Ever quit a job? Ever redefine yourself within one? Ever started something and one big or failed? Quit is a call-in show. Hopefully, helping people sort out their lives, reevaluate their options, kick their crummy corporate stooge jobs to the curb, and start something awesome. You can call in live to the show. We may take some calls today. I don't know. Five one two five one eight five seven one four, or we may just talk and then do a fifteen-minute show and then sleep. Five one two five one eight five seven one four. We are. Coming in live and direct from our headquarters uh, flagship studio here in Austin, Texas, where it's a little bit cold today.
1: It was frozen this morning. Everyone's posting pictures of their ice and their frozen leaves, and I'm putting in parentheses snow.
0: Right. The date today is December 6th, 2013. It's our 45th episode, and... uh yeah, it, it was. I mean, it was cold. It's not like the, it was. It doesn't feel as cold as I thought it was going to be. Hattie Cook. I know. Hattie it, Cook. That's me. And so here we are safely ensconced in our studios where everything is nice and warm and we have nice warm beverages. The heat and finally
1: came on. Who is
0: it that comes in here and pours out all the Brita filter water no, they, they and doesn't refill pour it? They don't it out.
1: They just use it all.
0: They use it all and then they don't refill it, Schloke. Speaking of Shlok, I was going to have Schloke on the show today. And uh, we've, we've done a whole lot of work on the studio here. And it, I have like, to say.
1: We finally have got, we finally got it.
0: It looks great we've got a wonderful new uh recording studio table in here. We've got flush mount uh for all of the booms brand
1: new booms, brand new
0: booms, brand new shock mounts for all the mics, couple new mics in here. Uh, this very is then we've got a uh, a studio engineer's desk. We've got a new KVM, we've got a new rack thing set up. We've got new Skype machines or remote machines. We've got a dedicated we've, i uh what do you call it? Chat, room machines. chat room machine? Chat room not finished being not set up. Right We've got our brand new headphone amp. We no longer have we're cables facing, going across we're the whole each room other
1: and the we, window. That's it's, right. I mean, oh, it's, this is beautiful. it's
0: almost. And I mean, it's, this is as little, professional as oh, the Bacon Method sticker, stickers. Yeah. So let me pimp my own uh, pimp your stuff. Go to Bacon Method and put this in the show notes. Go to BaconMethod.com That's the place to go. And what you're going to find over there is, I think. Some of the uh, the best merchandise available on the internet. It I
1: really challenge is.
0: you to find better merchandise not, on the internet right now. And
1: you know what, Dan? We are selling out of everything. We have sold out go, a lot of stuff. go and get what you need if now. If you don't know
0: what the bacon method is, if you want to cook perfect bacon and you want to make crispy bacon and you want to do it without a big cleanup and without wasting time, you can make perfect crispy bacon in the oven in 20 minutes. You put. I'll tell you how it works. It's not a secret. It's at baconmethod.com. You you line a pan with bacon. I use a glass baking pan. You can use steel. You can use aluminum or aluminium, as my curly is wont to say. Yeah. You could even use a cast iron pan. You just needs to be a surface that can be an oven. You know. You put the pan into a cold, unheated oven. I use the middle rack. I don't have to. You set the oven to bake at four hundred degrees. Now. For the people who are in the UK who still haven't uh, m- uh, upgraded to the uh, to the uh, the English uh, system or whatever it's called,
1: English system,
0: <laughs> it's two hundred and four degrees Celsius. Celsius, whatever that means. You set the timer for twenty minutes. Now,
1: this is going to be the your hard part. oven.
0: We we calibrated your oven, Hattie.
1: Yes, we had to.
0: Because it's a little different than what it reads. It's not perfect. And well, that's and it, true with it, most ovens.
1: It's very finicky. It like it doesn't like metal pans, but yeah. it loves glassware. Right. I don't know. I don't know.
0: So you just, when you if, you, if you put your oven on 400, it may not actually be heating to 400. It may. It may actually be heating to 350. It may be heating to 405. You just want to know that. So you've got to get a good little thermometer. They cost like five bucks. You put that in there and then you see what 400 really is. But yeah. if you have a true 400 oven... It's going to be 20 to 22 minutes. When you're done, comes out crispy, delicious bacon, no mess, no you can dirt, put that nothing in to clean up. While you're wor-
1: working on the, uh, you know, the eggs and the, the coffee, French toast drink, or whatever. You know, read the
0: newspaper, whatever, instead of sitting there with everything splattering up in your face like a <laughs> jerk. No one wants things splattering. Ew. Not even in a kitchen. <laughs> so try it. Bacon method. So I, I made, we made magnets, we made stickers, we made Aprons. We made T-shirts. Oh my gosh
1: the, and we, are, we could are selling out. Possibly need.
0: And I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to tell. Oh, both. Howdy and I are both getting over the flu.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, we're we're no longer contagious, but anyway, so I'm looking at this right here, and we are really sold out. Of
1: like, we're everything? really what? Are we out of
0: how many mugs did we order? Uh, oh man, we're selling. We're okay. We're selling, but I mugs pretty well. We are the oh, man.
1: What's sold with sold out me of lately? a
0: lot of shirts.
1: Whenever I'm wondering about something, I'm like, hmm, I wonder, I need to check on our order for the mugs. I just go to Google and I type in mugs. Mugs. Yeah. I just do that. That's, that's cause you're the still, flu. And that's still what sick. that does. It just really makes sick. you sick.
0: And I'm recording more inside baseball. We're recording, uh, we're back to using Apple Logic again. Oh, yeah. So Apple Logic Pro X or 10, whatever. That's what we're using again. Totally tweaked it out, customized the heck but why, out of it. Dan. Because we have uh, an in studio engineer now. And he yeah, we do we needed to have uh, more licenses of our recording and editing software. And
1: it's easier to have many light licenses of logic. Pro. And it's way cheaper. Than it's way cheap. It's Pro hundreds tools. and
0: hundreds and hundreds of cheaper. You don't need the iLock and all that stuff. So we still have both you can still record coming here. You wanna Joel wants to come in here recording in Pro Tools, that's fine.
1: Pro Tools is fine.
0: I don't care, but what, so listen, it's not that, first of all, Hattie, it's not that cold in here. In this room? In this room or in this town?
1: No, it's not. Uh, would you like for me to Yeah, check? tell
0: us how cold it is. I'm saying I'm, okay, uh, I'm showing 33 degrees. I'm showing 33. Anyway, okay. that's cold for Austin. Okay, 33 mm-hmm. degrees Celsius, but here's the thing, Hattie. I'm
1: going to go to Weather Underground.
0: Shlok, I invite him to be on the show. Oh, right. I said, why don't you come in on the show? He's like, uh, it's going to be a little too cold. I said, "What is yes? Yeah, maybe a little too cold. I think come in. Like you mean you're not going to be able to leave your house because so listen to this. He's texting me. He's not going to be able to leave the house today. He's not going to be able to leave his house today to come in and sit in, have some food. We're all going to go to lunch. Uh, he couldn't do the show. He couldn't be a part of the show. He couldn't do anything. And I, I, now I have a show topic. Thank you. Now I have a show topic. So he's not. He can't come in today to be on the show." So I as he's texting me this, I look out the window, and my two-year-old daughter has run outside onto our back patio in her little PJs with no shoes on, nothing, and she's frolicking on our back patio, which is made out of concrete, in the same weather that's too cold for Shlok, who's a grown-ass man. In his mid to late 20s, he can't leave his house today as a grown man with a full. And believe me, he's a closed horse. In, he's a closed horse. He could lay.
1: I left my house today. And, and you're scraped, getting over the flu. And I'm getting over the flu. And I scraped my windshield by myself, <laughs> all the ice off of it. With a credit card. With an old. It was a Mama Foo's card, actually. <laughs> it was already. Right? Well, that would be a
0: good lunch. That
1: would be warm and good a nice today. Nice good lunch to have. And we have we to go miss down to the comic store. I well, know, I yeah, but I I know we miss scallop Day.
0: Miss scallop Day, that's all I'm saying.
1: It is 34 degrees Fahrenheit. At uh, Taco, <laughs> Deli. Three they a Taco Deli. Are there
0: sponsors? Taco Deli sponsor? Oh
1: my gosh, that would be the best sponsor.
0: Until they are, I'm going to send people to torchies. <laughs> don't. No, it's good. As long as they take a little You
1: have to get the secret menu.
0: Yeah, you got to know the secret That's menu.
1: That's better. Like, Torchy's itself, you're, oh, so, so good. But then the secret menu is like, oh, now that rivals Taco Deli.
0: So today my topic is going to be laziness, which is what Shlok is suffering from, or also known as sloth. <laughs> and you know, I've been thinking about this. As I was uh, homesick, missing, I missed Friday.
1: Yes, you did.
0: The day after Thanksgiving, I missed that because it was
1: And then you were you were here I was on Monday and Tuesday, yeah. but like I mean, partial days. Monday I would say. was not not your usual full day, let's yeah. say.
0: And I don't usually take time off, even even if I and if I'm if I'm sick and I'm contagious with something, you know. But like I've been in here with a cold and I've told you, Hattie I've got a cold, just don't be too near me and you never got you've never gotten a cold. No, I'm very good with containment this is my protocols. First,
1: I know you are. This is my first flu. Ever, yeah. Ever in my whole life. And, t-
0: and you were very gross. upset yourself. You have a good work ethic. You were very upset about missing. I don't
1: like missing because I know that the emails pile up and I, it's just going to make me more stressed and sad and it's not good.
0: So, yet Schlo, healthy, full-grown person, can't come in. and And so this makes me think about being lazy. About the things that people do that are important to them, you have no problem doing something that's important if if it's fun, if it's interesting to you, you'll you'll do that, right? You know who was in here last night in this studio room?
1: Who was in here?
0: Moises Chuyan was in here screwing it up. But the point isn't knocked that the
1: panel he off. knocked
0: the panel off the wall. The point isn't that he was screwing stuff up. I mean, that's a given when you're dealing with Moises. <laughs> you just know stuff's going to get messed up if he, uh, if he's coming in. Right? I mean, you just, you just know that. Okay. Moises was in here last night. He could have been anywhere. He could have been at home. It was cold last night. He managed to come in and he recorded a show. He said it was a pretty good show. I would not describe Moises as a lazy person. But who knows what he's like, you know, as a, a regular employee, maybe he's lazy at a, on a, his regular job. And this is the thing. I was one of these people that when I didn't like something, I could, I would I absolutely, there, it was darn near impossible to get me to go do it. And I remember when I, was, uh, when I was working as a system administrator, I kind of felt like after a couple years of crawling around under desks and plugging in PS2 mice for people, that that part of my job was like the low end part of my job, and that the the high end part of the job, the job that I aspired to do, the job that I wanted to do, was running systems and, and computers and making sure that uh, that the servers were working. Because like there was a server room, you know, we had uh, we had Arthur who was the uh, Spark Station One Plus, and we had Merlin and we had the database servers and we had these other ones, not Merlin Man. He wasn't the computer back then. Mm. He was a human being. And we used to have all of these uh, systems that I was responsible for. And there was a lot of work back in those days. Like, you didn't just set up a server and check your uptime. Like, there was work to keep these stupid servers going. And for me, that that was the fun, interesting, and challenging part of the job. That was not crawling around under a desk. Somebody says... Uh, my computer stopped working. Well, did you reboot it? No. Okay. Can you come down? Yeah. And walk down the other end of the building and go in there and be like, well, show me what it's doing. It's not working. Okay. Let me reboot it for you. Thanks. And then you leave. Like that was a part of the job that I hated and I did not like stopping what I was doing working on the server or eventually writing code to go and do this other stuff but it was still part of my job right and i was used to look at these other guys that that did this job at the other offices and they felt the same way when why did that happen you know why did i have this value judgment that working on the server thing is interesting and fun and worth my time and energy but working on this going and fixing someone's computer thing why And so one day I kind of realized that. And I was like, well, why don't I like that part of the job? Why is that part of the job bad and this other part of the job good? And I thought, well, in a, in a weird way, the part of the job that was walking down and doing what I knew somebody else could do, meaning turn off their computer and turn it back on. In my mind, the fact that like they could just do that themselves, I, I felt like they were being lazy. And I was having to stop what I was doing, which was important. To go and do something that they should be able to do, that was not important. And I realized I had it backwards. That was still my job. And I became a much better and more motivated employee uh, by doing those things. Because I made a decision. I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it clear to my boss that because I'm doing this stuff, what percentage of my time am I doing? So I said, you know, you can take a little log and write down what you do. From, you know, 11 to 11.15, 11. I worked on this thing for the server. From 11.15 to 11.30, I had to walk down and go and reboot Mary's computer. Well, that took 15 minutes because I had to stop what I was doing. I had to go and get the thing. I had to, you know, get the toolkit just in case. I down there to her side of the office and then there was small talk because there was always small talk. Oh, how are you doing? What's going on? How's everything going? Oh, pretty good. Well, what were you doing when this problem happened? Well, I was working on this thing. Whatever. And then you reboot the machine and you wait while it comes back and it defrags the hard drive. This is back in those days. And the machine boots back up and then you check. Well, have you lost any work? Is everything still there? Yeah, it looks like it's still there. Okay, great. Well, let's make sure it's working for you. Okay, it's working for you. Come back. That's 15 minutes, 20 minutes right there. So that that deadline that I was given to have the new server configured and up and running is not going to happen. Why? Because I have to do this once an hour for somebody of the 90 people in this building. Is that justification to hire someone? No, it never was. But it definitely made me realize that I shouldn't have as much pressure to get this other stuff done, which is why I had been prioritizing it. Now what's my point? My point is a lot of the time when we're motivated and inspired to do something that we feel is important, we have no problem clearing our schedule out for it. We have no problem prioritizing it. We have no problem saying that something is is important and worth doing and worth our time when we like it or when we feel that it's important to us. But if we don't feel that it's important to us, we're not going to do it. Now, everybody knows this. I'm not talking about anything that people don't already know. Everybody knows this is the case. But do we practice it in our jobs? Do we practice it in our jobs when, as a whole, a lot of our jobs are not really the thing that we want to be doing? I remember... Uh, really my first few jobs that I did for maybe the first five or so years of my uh, career beyond that. Like, I loved getting out of there early. If there was a chance to go home early, like, I'm getting out of there. I'm going home early. Well, really, it's going to, oh, we're going to, got a hurricane coming. All right, well, I better leave early at three o'clock today so I can get, go get, buy some soup. Get some gas in my car, top it off. Didn't matter what it was. I would take even an excuse of the hurricane. It was like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> I get to leave here early. And I just remember, you know, I at one point when I, I lived and worked in downtown and I had maybe a five to 10 minute drive, tops door to door. And man, I, you could, like my goal on Friday afternoon was like, how close to five can I be walking out that door? How fast can I be at home sitting on my porch you know, drinking a, a a glass of scotch and smoking a cigar. Like, could I be out there by five oh seven? Could I be there at five oh? Because because last week I did five oh eight. Can I be sitting out there at five oh seven? Is that possible? And that that would be my goal. And I'd be I think about all day. Well, if I put this here and I have this stuff already packed up and ready to go. Five oh one, I'm going to be out of there. And if Christina's not at her desk at five oh one, I'm not going to have to say goodbye to her and be able to fly right by. We only have those two elevators. I worked on the thirteenth floor, and it was number thirteen. They didn't rename it to fourteen.
1: Not a superstitious building. No, no.
0: But we had that whole floor. So I and my office was right at the front. So I only had to to sneak by Christina. And if she wasn't there. I was home free, it was in the clear. But these were the things that were important, not doing my job, but like, can I get home within eight minutes? And I think we all fall victim to this, especially when we have, and was this a bad attitude? Yes, I would say I had a bad attitude. I would say I had a bad attitude because I didn't like my job. Now, should I have quit? Should I have just quit? Would that have been the honorable, respectable thing to do? Well, no, I was still doing an okay job. I was doing the work that I needed to be doing.
1: And you weren't promoting a negative environment?
0: No. I was doing, I was in at work. I did all the things that were important for me to do. Uh, I did all of the, the duties, required my job and exceeded them. But I didn't like it. And eventually I found something else. But this is, this is the thing that people are always struggling with whenever they write in. So I've got a couple of emails so we can go over here. Let me see if I can say this person. Okay, Brandon. There's what Brandon writes. I see we got a couple of calls. Maybe we'll do them. Yes, you can read this letter, Brandon says. Hello, Dan. I found Quid about a month ago and it has become my favorite Podcast. Yes, of course. Okay, now we're back. I've been listening to it every morning to get me motivated. Sadly, I've burned through the backlog of episodes. That happens. I've been waiting to leave my current job to call into the show. I almost quit yesterday along with two of six other people this week, but I decided it was in my interest to stay until the end of my contract and at the end of the year. However, I did do something big today. I reported my supervisor to human resources. I've worked nearly two years in this position and it has been horrible. The primary reason that I have not already reported the gross misconduct, racism, explosive tantrums, etc. was because my plan was to find a job and get the hell out. However, the science academic job market is not very good. The final straw was that we were instructed from the university's health and safety committee to cease all activity with one of our chemicals because it was unsafe, but she instructed us to use it anyway for a couple of things to add insult to injury she wanted us to do this unpaid and outside of normal business hours to ensure we were not caught
1: tisk tisk
0: yeah that's bad so i think uh, i think that's brandon did the right thing okay
1: no that's good and it's kind of like a haha yeah i'm going to live a little bit longer at this job but i'm going to make the best of it by doing the right
0: thing number 2 I didn't want to take up much of your time, so I'll be brief with the message I've been wanting to send before this happened. Oh. I'm quitting the biology career path to become a web developer. I taught myself PHP and SQL five years ago and built a WordPress site to run the science fiction magazine I edited while getting my PhD. I had to quit that project to finish my studies and got a little rusty in the last two years, but I've spent the last two months brushing up on my PHP and WordPress development skills, getting used to these advances in HTML, CSS, responsive design, and finally taught myself JavaScript and jQuery. My plan is to continue brushing up and developing a portfolio all in my spare time when the year is over and my contract is up. I'll go full-time to finding an entry-level web dev gig. I want to be able to say Dan's not worried about me. I could really use the validation because I'm scared to death. Here are the reasons Brandon says not to worry about me, Hattie, and you tell me if these are valid. Okay. Uh, Number one, I have two months' salary saved up and three weeks' worth of unused vacation time coming my way to cover the job hunt.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Two months. My wife has a good job with the same university so we can keep our benefits. She fully supports the change, no car payments, all credit cards have been paid off, no kids. Uh and then in parentheses but the biological clock is ticking and ticking hard. I have a feeling uh, he means his uh, wife's
1: right, uh, his, bio,
0: biological clock because men don't he's not usually like, have I want one. to
1: bear a child.
0: men are capable of uh having ch- children into their 70s and beyond, so I doubt it's his clock.
1: His clock has started ticking long ago and it will forever tick.
0: I spend the two hours before I go to work and the two hours after my wife goes to sleep learning new skills or pra- practicing. I don't know exactly what practicing means. <laughs> practicing but that's his skills—a different show. <laughs> I have a side gig as a webmaster and have redesigned one website. I love every minute of it and can't think of giving it up. I have con- uh, I have contacted developers interested in throwing some work my way. Reasons to worry about me?
2: Mm-mm.
0: I am thirty. I have a mortgage. The house is rented and payments are fully covered. Plus the renters are interested in buying some massive student loan debt. And to add insult to injury, Brandon is in Florida.
1: <laughs> that just makes every, that's a reason to worry about him is that he's in Florida. Right.
0: Um, I mean, this is, this is a person that to me. He's
1: done a lot right. Let's no,
0: yeah. say that. I, let's say, I, I, I'll say Brandon's done everything right. Good. Brandon is miserable in his job, and I would say he's well poised to make a change.
1: I think so. It now is the time.
0: Do you think now is the time? Strike while the Brandon? iron's hot. I'll t- I'll tell you what. Two months in the bank of salary You usually saved say of,
1: three. Correct.
0: I I mean two is emergency. Like the company I was working for is gone all of a sudden. Oh,
1: okay. Three
0: is planning.
1: Right, okay. I say
0: six months is good planning, but that's three true. is kind of my minimum. So, like Hattie, if you were planning, if so, if, you're
1: telling him basically if he can last four more months, then
0: I'm saying I'm saying he should have at least one more month. But he says that he has three weeks unpaid vacation, so that's almost a month. So really, he does. Yeah, that's I'll true. get. I'll say he's got three months uh, salary. Yeah, and that fine. counts as yeah. But here's something that concerns me. At the beginning of this, uh huh. He says that the industry that he's in is not, is not that good, didn't he say that? I believe so. So maybe three months, but see, he's leaving that industry. So here's, here's something I hear a lot, and, I, and and this does concern me a little, okay, is that people are going and they're not quitting their job to get a different job in the same field, right? They're actually changing the field that they're in just a little that's, bit.
1: Yeah, that's very. That's it's a big a deal. It's much
0: more of a challenge to get an entry-level job
1: Oh my in a gosh! Different yes, different
0: field than it is in because the same field that that you're already in. If you're a system administrator, it's hard to and get that to find first a, experience. Yeah, yeah. If you're a system, and he's thirty. If if you're a system administrator, and you're ooh, what happened over there?
1: I was just dying
0: a little bit Ugh. to find out. Now it's making <laughs> now it's making me want to cop. <laughs> We'll edit all that out. We'll let that out and post. Oh my gosh. If if you're a system administrator and you want to get another system administration job, you can say, oh, I've been a system administrator for five years and uh, I did it here at this company. I'm ready for something new, something with more challenge. Oh, great. Well, come work with us. Easy. Oh, I'm 30 years old and I have been doing this weird thing with chemicals in uh, some university and now I want to be a PHP developer. That's much much more of a challenge, right? So I'm a little worried about the time frame, but and listen, to be totally honest, PHP and WordPress, JavaScript, jQuery, those are the right technologies to know.
1: Well, and he seems very very
0: competitive space. It
1: is. He seems very uh, eager to learn, though, and it doesn't seem like he's like oh, uh, I'm just trying to learn all this stuff because I know I'm going to need it. It seems like he's genuinely excited to learn the next thing and maybe that means he's picking it up very quickly. I don't know, um, but I hope that's the case.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I would... Because
1: enthusiasm can go a long way and it can keep you up, yep. you know, longer and you can be like, woo
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I would like to see him do. He's, he's basically saying he has four, the way, I read, the way I'm reading about this, I spend two hours before I go to work and two hours after my wife goes to sleep learning new skills or, quote-unquote, practicing, whatever that means. Wink. Whatever practicing means. Come on. We all know what it means. <laughs> so what I would say is this. First of all, don't, if this is really important to you and your wife fully supports it, don't wait for her to go to sleep to start working on this stuff. What? You mean take precious time away from you and your wife's special private alone time? Yes. Because you're talking about making a a career change. You're talking about making a huge, huge change to your entire life and your livelihood. And maybe you need more than just those two hours a night when you're tired to do something like this because, and I'm leading up to something, this uh, this, this uh, developer who's interested in throwing some work your way, tell them you want to do it now. Don't quit your job until you're already doing this. And I've said this before. If this is the kind of thing that you can come home and do for four hours after work, after you're tired, and love it, You'll probably be able to do it for a living. So talk to your wife and say, honey, I need an hour before you go to sleep to work on this stuff because I now have paying work. Take a couple projects, budget your time wisely, say that you can, if if that gives you five hours a day to do it, plan to work three to four hours a day on this, Monday through Friday and weekend. Take on a project and do it. And if you can do that project to completion on top of your regular job and still love it, then take another project and do the same thing. And if you can do that three or four or five times, you'll make extra money and you'll love it and you can walk away from it saying, I love doing this stuff and I want to do it definitely full time. Now. You'll know that for sure, number one. Number two, you'll have gotten paid. Number three, you'll have uh, you'll have work that you've done on your resume and on your website and in your portfolio so that when you go and start doing this, whether it's a full-time for somebody else or freelance on your own or whatever, that you'll be able to say, well, what kind of projects have you done? Your answer won't be, I did one website. No, it'll be, I've done five, and here's what I did for those, and here's what I built along the way, and here's the mistakes I made and the things that I've learned, and here's why I'd be a great candidate to work on the team here. Or here's why I should take on your project. And never stop doing it. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it.
1: Good luck, Brandon.
0: Good luck, Brandon. Orders are coming in. And how how are we collecting these orders?
1: Oh, he'll tell you.
0: Squarespace, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, Go to squarespace.com, use the offer code Dan sent me. I'm using DanSentme. I want to use that. You're using one. that now? Okay. Get Stooge off of there. Dan sent me twelve. Dan sent me one too. That's going to get you ten percent off. You can also go to me and see all the latest, greatest codes, but that's a Squarespace site. BaconMethod.com is a Squarespace site.
1: My sister's website is a Squarespace site. Yeah. My parents' photography site is a Squarespace site.
0: And if you use commerce, which is what we're using to sell all of our stuff, that is really, really, really cool. It shows you all of the inventory. You can create different variants of your product. You can use different shipping methods. It's really, really awesome. awesome. And, uh, and, And what's amazing about Squarespace, even just their contact form, you can have the contact form when somebody fills it out you can have it email you just like every other site in the whole world, but you can also have it take that information and add it to a Google Docs spreadsheet. Isn't that amazing?
1: It's so cool. So that
0: you can you can basically have every single person that's contacting you, whenever that happens, that contact form automatically is going to go into a spreadsheet. In addition to emailing you, you can also have it automatically add them to a Mailchimp newsletter. I mean, all of this integration that they have. It's, it's just incredibly, incredibly cool. And, uh, they've really thought of everything just when you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh yeah, you can do that. It's really, really amazing. Their designs are always coming out with new templates. They just came out with a new one for stores called Galapagos, which is a completely different non little square grid image way to present a store. It's really, really cool. So, if you want to see an example of a shop that took me maybe an hour to set up from start to finish, go to baconmethod.com. Just nice Squarespace site right there. It's you beautiful. can you can see the Bacon Method. I put a page of the cool tools and stuff that I like, like good pans to get, a little thermometer, all the all the stuff you might want.
1: I'm on it right now. I'm on Bacon Method.
0: And then you can uh, you can or you can click the little shop button, and that's all Squarespace, and it's all in one place, and it's all using my own domain. You never leave your own site.
1: I have an item in my cart. Right now. See, let me know that. Calculate
0: shipping, everything. It's beautiful stuff. Now, they have some iOS apps that are really amazing. There's the Squarespace blog app, which lets you make posts. You can schedule them. You can review them. You can do all that stuff. You can monitor, manage comments on your blog. It's integrated with Layout Engine, so you can just format things in Markdown. You can tap and drag images within the post. It's got it all. And then the one that I'm kind of obsessed with is Squarespace Metrics. It's so cool. This lets you monitor website analytics, KPIs, page views, unique visitors, projections, charts, everything. I love looking at the search terms.
1: I like when you did the little slider yesterday on the uh Yeah, it the shows charts. the little
0: the little chart. So cool. It's cool stuff. And don't forget it they've got audio collections for musicians, 3D visualizer for shipping, all the best stuff in the world. You can get started with Squarespace for as little as $8 a month. You sign up for a year, you you will get a free domain name. But don't forget that you need you need to use the code sent me 12 to get 10% off. Dan sent me 12. squarespace.com, BaconMethod.com. Go check it out. I love that you can just, when you're on one of your Squarespace sites, you can just hit escape, and it just flips right over into the into the config so you can edit stuff. so cool. Just hit escape on a website. That I'm doesn't even make sense. Now. Well, that won't work for you. Because you're not signed in, it doesn't know you.
1: Actually, I am signed in, and I can yeah. edit it right now. Oh,
0: you are? I, oh, that's right. I gave you Aha! access to that.
1: So, you know, just go, any site you're on, just go and hit escape and just see if maybe you're logged in. <laughs> That's right You never know
0: You never know Which panel did Moises uh, knock down in
1: here? That middle one, but I already put back up You didn't even notice I was doing it, but I was fighting with it
0: He's so happy to be here at night
1: He does like, he, he only operates in the dark I don't know why
0: Hello, nice days. And he's so happy just to be here. What? Why do you keep making these terrible faces at your phone? What's yeah, happening? Because
1: it's just lots of lots of text messages,
0: which I'm not used to. I think we're going to next time sit you over here. Or just... But I mean, it, you you look... So for those who can't, because we don't have video on <laughs> Hattie right now, I would use the term grimacing.
1: It's more of... It's not you're bearing, a grimace. You, it's more you, of like a surprise. Well, like, oh, another one.
0: You're baring your teeth. So that would make it a grimace.
1: But not in the... But you can also smile when but you're you not, your teeth.
0: But you're not smiling. This is not a smile. It looks It looks like you're in pain.
1: Well, I am in pain, but...
0: <laughs> you kind of get... Like a little fear. That's, that's <laughs> like, in the eyes right here. A little fear. And then this.
1: Like you're bracing yourself for... Something, like, yeah. Something to hit you. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to have to do something about that. It's a little delayed. It's, it's getting worse. <laughs> I thought we'd come up with a good solution, but it's not. There's lag. Okay, let, let me take a call. I'll do a call. If this works, who knows what I, I managed to screw up. Are you? Can you hear us, caller?
2: Uh, yeah, All can right. you hear me? Yeah, I can you hear you.
0: How are you? Who is this? Where are you calling from?
2: We're good. Hey, Dan. Hey, Hattie. It's, um, my name
0: is Ryan. I'm from cold Wisconsin. Oh, and the, see, that's real cold up yeah. there. That's, that's cold. That's yeah,
1: that actual is. snow there. Yeah, there is.
0: What's the temperature there, there for, uh, for the sake of... Part. So Schlock so can put his life into perspective uh, as a secret agent. Literally, tell 11
2: degrees. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: 11 degrees. That's cold. My entire yeah.
1: body just tensed up. I was yeah. not okay.
0: <laughs> so what do what are you calling know, about today? How, how can we help you out? Or have you, you haven't uh, called first, before, right?
2: No, no, it's first time. Okay. So I'm real excited. Um, recently I, uh, I started, uh, a little bit working at holster cause I thought I could make a little extra money, but I mainly, I wanted to pursue a career in close magic. That's what I do for a living. So, I've done close up magic for professionally for about three years, and I used to perform on restaurants just on the weekends. So I thought, hey, I'll make a little extra money. Maybe I'll work at like Hollister or something. I tried it out. And once I got the Hollister job for like a day or so, I'm like, this this is pointless. Right. Like the money wasn't that good. So I quit almost immediately and started building my client base for magic shows.
0: What kind of, tell me more about the kind of magic that you said close up magic? Yeah, is what that what you that mean? said?
2: Yeah, yeah, like like professional like people hire me to do like private parties and restaurants because they want to be entertained with cards and anything of the sort. You know, like you've seen David Blaine, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so David, for those, who, if I'm understanding yeah. this correctly, th- this is like pick a card, any card, and then they pick the card, and you're like, it's not no. like tear the card in half, and put it inside of your left shoe, and then... Then uh, that
1: guy that's on the train <laughs> will find it in his shoe. Right,
0: and he'll walk out of the train, Instead and of have like, it in his I'm uh, in a, shoe.
1: I'm in a straight jacket being put in a tube of sharks. Tube of sharks?
0: Tube of yeah. sharks. So is that... Do, do we I have like it right? No, it's, well,
2: pretty much. Mainly, it's just like you think of a card and I either find, well, mainly they just take a card. What I like to do is they sign their name on it, and they mix it up in the deck as much as they want. I take it back, and I say, you know, since you signed it, it's connected to you, and it, it misses you. So it comes all the way to the top again, and then they find it in their pocket, and it's in my wallet. Things like, also with mentalism, too, like you're thinking of a card, and I know what it is. You know, it's, it's entertainment. So it's fun. I love right. it. Right.
0: Is it all with cards, or do you do the thing no. where, where you have the little, um, like, uh, like, sponge, little bunny? And you have the little sponge bunny, and you're like, no, sponge-, no, no, you know. And then, like, you have, have a little egg, and then you move the egg around, and which egg is it under? And no matter what, they're <laughs> they're wrong. And you make them feel like a moron.
2: Well, it's like I also do stuff with rubber bands and like drinks, whatever is around, uh, either restaurant or party. But mainly, I like to stick to cards because of the poetry of what I do. Okay. So,
0: are you any good?
2: I would say, when you're talking about sponge bunny. I would, yeah, I, I do it. Like I was gonna say, like I really started focusing on. And so far, I've gotten a private party like every other week or hopefully every week, and I have two more restaurants I perform at because I really decided to put all my focus into it because that that really matters a lot and just doing a lot of promoting for myself and still making progress. I mean I'd like to get paid like eight hundred dollars for a show right now, but I'm only getting like three hundred just because you know I'm only twenty years old and I'm not going to really give me that amount that I want yet. do you uh when demand you demand
1: the amount that you want? And the amount you deserve. I
2: know.
1: Your age has nothing to do I'm, with it. I know. It's
2: just, you know, some
0: people are saying a the mountain they're like, oh, you know, too much. Yeah, that's that Listen, I've got an idea for an awesome trick.
1: Everyone loves magic. I love magic. Who doesn't love magic?
0: Just hear, hear me out, okay? I know, because right? Because I'm telling you, just listen Listen to my idea. If you do this, you're going to make a fortune, okay? This is, this is the trick okay. that I want you to, to do okay, think about this, human teleportation, okay, so what you do is at the, at the front of the stage, you have, uh, you've got like a pod thing with water and all this nonsense you go into, and then, uh, so like you go in the pod, and then you magically appear at the back of the auditorium, and people will be like, how did he do that, how did that happen? What you're actually going to need to do is you're going to. And I'm I'm not sure the science behind this. You're going to have to uh, figure this out. You mean
1: the magic behind this, right?
0: Uh, but what yeah. I think you could do is like somehow magically make like a clone duplicate of yourself and flush that one uh, down the toilet, and then you, the new one comes out in the back. <laughs> is this an idea? You're going to have to run with that. But so I don't know though how many shows you would have to do as a magician in a week to really pay your bills.
2: You know what I'm saying? I would say restaurants pay magicians about $75 an hour. But then there's tips added to that. So what I'm saying is as long as people get to know me more and things, I'll hopefully get a gig every week. So that's basically I usually get anywhere from 400 to 500 for doing a party. And with the restaurants on top of that, you know, I'm hopefully gonna build it up. Like, I'm really close to. I mean, if you want to know, <laughs> I'm I'm close to making a thousand a week.
0: I mean, that's so, that's some that's a okay. nice uh, living. How long? I mean, what what would be your eventual goal? Uh, doing magic. Like My would,
2: eventual goal <laughs> would it be a, of course to be paid more. Get but it's just to like really get out there. and Hopefully, you know. People, like make like I make a, a name for, your,
0: for yourself as a magician yeah. is that what you would want so like in in five yeah. years well, my, my you're was, like the next David, was, David Blaine doing street musician kind of thing is that your goal um uh professional uh
2: private shows is what I do because I know someone um, I have a lot of friends that I study with people up in Canada that perform that and everything, like Aaron Fisher and Sean Farquhar. I actually just talked to him on the phone a couple of nights ago. Two-time world champion, and he makes like you know three hundred thousand a year just because he's really made a name for himself and just built up to that level. That's awesome.
0: So, so if the, so, he's the world champion. Yeah. He's the world, whatever that means. He's the world champion at this, and he makes three hundred grand a year. Um, what is the what? What would a
2: well, non-world champion make? Well, that's the thing. He only works like three days a week. to spend most of the time with his family, but I, I don't, I'm don't. not even sure what he makes. I'm just estimating just because he... Well, he gets like 3,000 show. He guess.
0: So you, what, you're, what you're saying so is I that this, potentially there could be a, a career here for you.
2: Yeah, well, it is. I'm just trying my best to build it, and I want people to know that you should focus on what you love because that's the most important thing. I mean, I could understand if you have a mortgage or whatever, but it's really the most important thing.
0: Uh, okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that. (laughs) Uh, you're 20, you're 20, right? You're 20. Yeah. And are you in school?
2: Yeah. Um, studying acting and public speaking. Okay. But I'm also going to get psychology and philosophy next semester.
0: So what's your major?
2: Um, I I kind of want to major in acting, but we'll
0: see what happens. <laughs> okay, that
2: would
0: be awesome. Do you yeah. do you have anything, uh, any any sort of skills or whatever that you're working on as sort of a fallback? In in as, as yeah. something because like okay, so here's an example. A lot of the time, uh, I'll 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 you know what everybody's picking on the NFL. I love the NFL a lot of the times you know somebody's yeah. goal is is to say well you know what i'm going to be a running back in the nfl and they and they they start you know playing football when they're a little kid and they do it all through uh, junior high and high school and uh, and in, and maybe in high school they're good enough to get a scholarship to university and then when they go to the university and they're they're then playing on the university team and they're doing well they don't you know if they're smart then they're going to get an actual major and they're going to have something to fall back on when after three or four years in the NFL, perhaps they they get injured or their contract doesn't get renewed or something happens, and they're like, well, that was nice. I made a few hundred thousand dollars for a few years, but you know what? Like, That's not really enough anymore because now I need to go pay bills, and it's a good thing I went and got that degree in XYZ in college. Do you have any thoughts about uh, getting uh, a, a degree that I, you can fall I, back I, I fall on if... Back.
2: Honestly, my not... fallback is Yeah, I know. <laughs> my fallback is doing uh, public speaking as my fallback.
0: And tell what is the public... no matter what
2: happens, if my hands get burned or whatever, I could always do that.
0: I hope that doesn't happen. But what so what is like what do you do yeah. I I'm 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 asking literally, what do you do with a degree in public speaking? Like what is what is that?
2: Well, I already have a, a, a large following of people on my mailing list that I've added of around over eight hundred emails, and they always email me to that's how I get most of my gigs is they say, "Hey, I want you to come down here to Iowa and we're going to pay for everything. We want you want to do a little cocktail party and do some magic." So that's what it's like becoming, but there are also situations where I could hopefully get hired to do motivational speaking somewhere and that would be a fallback for me
0: okay, so your fallback if magic doesn't work out is doing motivational speaking, yeah. Yes. Um I'll tell you what we're, I'll t- no, Hattie, something's happening to her medically. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Are you all right? Yes, I'm back. Uh okay. What what concerns me, I'm not saying change your major or anything. I'm just saying that like what concerns me a little bit is oh, fine. is is that your your fallback for the magic is something that also to me feels like it needs a fallback uh like if you had called and, and let's say there was no magic you were just going to do the public speaking mm-hmm. i would say mm-hmm. w- what's your fallback for the public speaking because you know like i and and and, and i'm not and listen if they oh, okay I would love to hear from the public speakers in the audience to 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 tell me what it is that that how they pay you know people who either got a public speaking degree or who are or were public speakers like I, I because I'm yeah. and I apologize I'm very ignorant of that industry I don't know what you you do if you graduate yeah. and you have a degree in public speaking and like what's your career path I don't like I don't what know what do most
1: public speaking majors become in a way,
0: right? Because, like, for me, if if you said, "Oh, yeah. my, my my degree is in uh, <sighs> electrical engineering," like I know what you're probably going to go do. Oh, it's mechanical engineering. I know what you're going to do. Oh, it's an English degree. Well, I know what you might do. Like, with do an most English public degree.
1: speakers end up going into politics? Right? Or... Is that
0: is that you're on track? Because I would think mm-hmm. that would be a political science degree, or maybe even law. You see I what I'm say, saying? I like, would
1: think that it's more. Exactly. An, an, an addition to something. So it's like, like I'm going to speaking. do, you know, like, choose what you're, oh, I'm going to get my degree in political science, but then also minor public, in speaking, public speaking, sure. you know, it's like adding a skill.
0: So what's your fallback for if public well, speaking doesn't work out? I don't
2: know, I can also... I wouldn't really want to do this, but I can also make money designing ads for my uncle. But that's (laughs) another fallback. But I'm just saying, I really want this to work, and it's going out pretty well. And honestly, so far, there I've only made money performing magic, and just I can just try my best.
0: Well, I want you to keep doing it, and obviously, it it sounds like uh, it sounds like you're making a. I mean, a thousand bucks a week. Uh, I was not making a thousand bucks a week. until well after college, um, so as close to for well even so for sure I'm still keep keep doing it and keep at it for yeah. sure. Um, I don't think it's as simple as as saying to people, "We'll just do the thing that that you love," because at some point, mm-hmm. at some point, you may decide that you want to start a family and have a, a significant other and have a family and buy a house and cars even and maybe um maybe not but i'm just saying this may this may happen and the the burden on you as the guy who does magic if you if you haven't because there's there is the possibility i'm not saying you should think much about it but a little yeah there is that possibility that you may not uh you, that, that you may hit a ceiling with your magic Business and that that ceiling may be lower than what you'd like it to be to support the lifestyle that you would eventually want to have. In other words, you may be able to make. I know I'm I'm throwing numbers around. You may be able to make eighty thousand dollars a year, maybe even more than that. I'm just saying. What what if it's eighty? Um, you may want mm-hmm. to make eighty thousand. be able to make eighty thousand dollars a year as a performing magician. You love what you do. You're working hard. You're you know. But but you realize that. To have the lifestyle that you really want, you'd need to make one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. If you're already working as hard as you can, and you're just kind of hoping for that next big break or that cool HBO special or that one really good gig that's going to happen mm-hmm. every three months, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you may find that that's yeah, limiting for you. I'm de- that's my only concern. Otherwise, I think uh, I think you're yeah. all right.
2: No, it's fine but thanks, but I was just, it's always just a growing process no matter how old you definitely are. Definitely keep doing it.
0: it. I mean, don't, I'm <laughs> not, don't get discouraged. Keep doing the magic. It's
2: just can like, well, you teach, I do you, you ever teach how you do John the tricks?
0: Like a, like a pen and teller, do you ever show I, how I you do. do a trick? What, what's how's, that? how's the one work where the guy's like, look, you can pick any card and they guess the card. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes
2: um, you know, they, they kind of of practice, they get you to do what they want you to do. So you're saying they, say.
0: they, you're, here's what you're saying. So that's your way you're, of teaching.
1: You're guiding them.
0: You're for you're forcing the card. Yeah, yeah. For, you're
2: guiding them, sort of.
0: So no matter what,
2: but I'm not going to say anymore because it is it is a free choice, though. So
0: so what what but what what I'm what I'm hearing <laughs> is what I'm hearing is the yeah. card that they pick may be the card you wanted them to pick. Maybe, yeah.
1: So, if you're dealing with a, mus- a musician, a magician, yeah. uh, the first instinct that you have to draw that one card, don't do it and pick another one.
0: But they're going to make sure that yeah, they, out, they already out-thought you, and they made you then pick go the like one eight <laughs>
1: steps down the mental they highway. That.
0: But they out-thought that. They're already no one down there. Think yeah. me. Have you ever please, like? Please have pick the have top you ever had, like? No,
1: I've never had a, magi- a magician magician interaction. Yeah.
0: You know what I think would be cool?
1: Can we have a, a magician here all the time? I, I keep ma- saying musician.
0: You know Brian Brushwood is a musician. Yeah. a saying.
1: musician yeah, and a magician.
0: Yeah, yes. Here is what I am saying. <laughs> well, here is the here is my yeah. favorite. You want to hear my? You want to hear my like favorite magic nose. trick? I'll tell you my absolute favorite magic trick in the whole world. Okay, this is, and I want you to master this one. I want you to master it. Okay. They take, okay. They have like a little. Usually it's like a little red puffy little ball or something and they have three cups. Yeah. And they put the cups down, and they move them around. No matter what, you never pick it. And then when you finally pick the last one, they lift it up.
1: There is and no like, ball. There's
0: no ball. And they reach around your ear, boop, and it's right, been in your ear the whole time. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. Listen, I want you to master that, and <laughs> one. that there's one's a, a real crowd-pleaser. Figure it out.
2: What I do is I do it with three three cards. So there's two queens, and there's one ace, and I move the three cards around, and they can never find the ace, even if they're watching really close. mm Sleight of hand, they call it. It's just a lot of fun because most of the time I really spend the time really getting to know the people so that they know me, and it's really a great thing. But I was on the phone with Sean Farquhar, and he said that, you know, you have to do a lot of local TV specials before you do anything national. When you do something national like Ellen or something, that's going to explode. But it still takes time to just slowly work up to that level, and I see what you mean about you can't just go ahead and just do something you love. You have to sort of plan for
0: it. Yeah. Think ahead. It, that's all I'm saying. Keep your theory. eyes open. Streetwise.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I, I gotta tell try. you something else. <laughs> I
0: gotta tell you something else. David Blaine's not getting any okay. younger. You know what I'm saying? He's uh-huh, not getting no. any younger.
1: This could be- <laughs> He's actually getting crazier and I think people are having second thoughts about yeah, his sanity.
0: Let me put it this way. I, I no longer want David Blaine at my parties.
1: Now you're like, David Blaine, how did you get in like- my house? Right
0: and when when are you leaving yeah.
1: and he's always a little bit like no i just no you're i should do a do show Austin.
0: Awesome. yeah you come out here and do a show i'll go to that yeah. all right yeah. well listen thanks very much thanks, for the Claire. call and good luck to you i'm a little worried but we'll see how it goes thank you for so
1: the
2: call hey, guys all right bye magic
1: out <laughs> i don't know i would have some wigger really cool weird sign out like as a magician
0: you know what I think would be cool? I would
1: just be like, "Here's
0: what trick push. I want to see." Like you're saying, but what if they did this instead of because, like, the cool thing to do, the magicians always those, do, phew, right, where they throw the smoke they, down and, and then you it, you look for like, them and what? they're gone. And they're There's no gone. trap
1: door. They're just gone. Yeah. But I want to be able to be seen leaving through the door, like in a little bit of a shoddy no. way.
0: Like no, you want it to be perfect. No. No. Mm-mm. Here's what I think would be really cool is instead of dropping the smoke bomb and then being gone, what if you do this? You'd have a deck of cards like this and you throw it up and the cards disperse and everybody's looking at the cards right <laughs> And then by the time the cards hit the ground, they've turned into dollar bills and you're gone
1: Ooh, you see I like and that's that. like
0: you giving a little bit back to the people fifty two bucks. That's what you can put in your contract. You can put there will be a $52 refund.
1: <laughs> oh, that's uh, interesting. But that's
0: how you give it back to them is, is with cards and then turn into the dollar bills.
1: The illusionist was on while I was sick and I was sad that it wasn't the prestige.
0: Okay, so w- the prestige is, is the, the good one. Is the good one with the Wolverine one with in it. The
1: one with the... Wolverine's in that remember. one, right? Yes.
0: Wolverine and uh, what's his name from Gattaca? And then the illusionist is the boring one where nothing happens.
1: I didn't even remember seeing that movie. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this, even though I know for a fact I saw it in theater. Hmm. Magic is cool.
0: This counter doesn't look...
1: Up higher, up higher! Higher!
0: Okay. This counter doesn't look right. We haven't been doing a show for two hours. Maybe an hour and six minutes, so why is what there What time do
1: we start, 10 or 12, 11? Do you
0: think, uh, you think Zach can explain that to us?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, when he gets in here, I'll see if he can explain. Maybe that his.
1: means, maybe.
0: We're not going to figure it out now, are we? Yeah, I don't know. All right.
1: Any more calls or are you going to call it quick? No, call,
0: call it quick. Okay, but this is the last important thing we need to talk about. Wow. We'll edit that out. I'll put a marker in. So we need to... Uh, I'm renaming the show. And I'll tell you why I'm renaming the show. I love the name Quit for the show. It's a perfect name for it. Okay, but... People are... They take things too literally. And I'm, t- I'm just after... It's been a year I've been doing the show, Hattie. How, how many episodes have I done at the show? Uh,
1: this is 50... 45.
0: This is number forty-five, the first episode that I did this was, was on November twenty-third, two thousand and
1: twelve. So over a year.
0: After a year, people still don't understand this. They, they like, like, look, I'm going to totally so like, pick on this dude quit on Twitter. My job. Okay, and I love, I love this guy. Uh, his, his, he is Ernie lies on Twitter. Ernie, like Ernie, the little guy mm-hmm. from Sesame Street. And his his, uh, his Twitter is Ernie Lies. Don't believe his lies. That's the <laughs> description or bio for this person. And Ernie Lies, after I said, oh, we're going to be doing a show today at this such and such a time, you call in if you want. His reply to me, but I like my job too much. <laughs> Do you see that the people still think that this is about... Me saying quit your job when uh, if you were to go back through, and here's an exercise for the listener. I think
1: you've pretty much told almost everyone universally not,
0: told people not to quit. Unless it's they're very, like, I'm being abused rare. at work. Yeah. It's very <laughs> rare when I actually tell someone to quit. And the the show is more about, I think, getting inspired and, and figuring out how to fix things. So I tweeted, I said, uh, I said, come up with a new name for the show. If you're a fan of the show and a listener of the show and you get it. Come up with a new name of the show because I have to change it. I'm just personally, it hurts me too much to have people misunderstanding. We can keep
1: the the art and the font. We just have to change the word that's flying.
0: And I'll handle all the redirection stuff like that. So I asked people on Twitter for some suggestions. I'm just going to read some of them. Read some. Pivot. Don't quit. (laughs) Reboot. Another one for don't quit. Quit with a question mark hmm somebody else says idiots with an exclamation point <laughs> and I don't know if if they're saying that that the people uh, who don't understand the Tyler idiots or if that is the actual name of the show I think that both. It should, okay
1: I approve of that one by the way
0: uh start no shift side projects you're a <laughs> Dylan you're a lazy SHIT um <laughs> Let's see. One guy quits, another doesn't, so what? <laughs> Move on. Reevaluate. That
1: sounds like a, a show about death.
0: <laughs> yeah. Move on. Uh another person, go for it, try it, do it, do it, do it, do it. New beginnings, These two Next. Uh work life. Ponderous. Then <laughs> a lot of people saying don't change it. Start. Um Who's the boss? Resign, reinvent, redo, restart. Another one for re reboot. <coughs> Stop it! You hear her cough. Your cough is starting to really annoy me too. I know because I want it to be. I I feel like you need. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I like because <coughs> that feels like you're something's happening. The other one's so.
1: Well, I'm trying not to be too obtrusive, but you like a big show. Yeah,
0: so. I like magic. Uh, stop smoking now cubicle death uh, choose coast another one for quit with a question mark come on people you need to send these in oh great there's 121 new ones that just came in So let's read them now focus renew revive think about it way of the future <laughs> go for it uh, anyway listen if you have some titles send them to me on Twitter I'm Dan Benjamin on Twitter I will consider any new name in the, and the and the if I pick a name and it was your suggestion I will send you some bacon method stickers how's that Maybe even a magnet maybe even a mug who knows You can follow me on Twitter I am Dan Benjamin the show is at 5x5.tv/quit for now but pretty soon that will be different You can follow Hattie, too. She's Hattie Bird on Twitter, H-A-D-D-I-E, Bird.
1: Less coughing on there.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. And thanks to everybody who tuned in live. You can tune in live. We start the show at noon Eastern time on Fridays at 5by5.tv slash live. And if you would like to send in your email, you can do that by going to 5by5.tv slash contact. Pick quit from the list and I'll get your email and maybe I'll be able to read it and help you out on the show. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend, and we'll be back next week.
1: Feel better, Dan.
0: Thanks. Feel better, Addie. Bye.